Hallelujah tonight, praise the Lord. I want to welcome you all to church tonight. I thank God for another beautiful evening wherein we're sharing the word together. Um, welcome and we trust God for great speed and grace tonight. I want to say a few things before I start tonight. I want to encourage someone, I'm a child of God, um, with some scriptures. You know, one of the major ways that the church encourages itself or herself is by the word of God. We encourage ourselves because we need encouragement. We comfort ourselves because we need comfort. In fact, the Bible calls God the God of all comfort. And so there's a, there's a place for encouragement. There's a place for strengthening. There's a place for comfort. There's a place for holding up one another in and through the word. And so tonight, I want to just encourage someone listening to my voice tonight. You might, you might just need the word of God tonight to stir you up, to encourage you. There's no better place to find that outside God's word. God loves you. You know, Jesus was speaking to the disciples. And what he said is relevant to every Christian generation. Because Jesus set for us a perfect example. He told them, fear not little flock. Fear not little ones. You know, sometimes things come away that could make us fear. But the Bible says, we are called not to fear. In fact, some people have done some analysis in the Bible and they found out that there are over 365 to 66 fear nots in the Bible. It means there's each one for the day. You know, I don't know what you go through, but I want to say to you, God, God have me say to you, fear not. He says, fear not, little flock, for it's the will of God. Hallelujah. I thank God that it is not the will of man, but it is the will of God to give you the kingdom. To give you the inheritance. So don't be afraid. Don't let fear set in. John 14 verse 1. Jesus was speaking. You see I've come to a point in my life where. Yeah things might, might come around me that will make me. To. You know. Ask questions, but in the midst of questions, I, I, I turn to the faithfulness of God. Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled. So, you are the one that will let not your heart be troubled. There are many challenges, there are many obstacles that, face, that, that God's children will face. Not even God's children, everyone on the earth. For everyone that is on this part of eternity is bound to go, is, 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 is sure, is bound to go through a form of difficulty or the other. But for the saints, God says to us, fear not. So tonight I'm echoing the will of God to you, fear not. 
Halleluja. I, I, I want to find out if I'm being heard. If you're hearing me, just indicate on the group that you can hear me. Um, uh, from my end here, I'm connected. But I want to know if I'm being heard. So if, if you can hear me, just indicate on the group that you can hear me. And that you're connected so I know that I'm being heard. Praise God. Um, um, I'm doing that because... Ramanan is not yet there on the line or somehow, well, I know he's not yet there, but if you can hear me, I want you to indicate tonight, please, that, that I'm being heard. Um, if you're connected, let me know you're connected. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Rotini. All right, someone is right, writing. Okay, so I'm very clear. Praise God. All right, let's go on. I want to let you know tonight that God will say to you, fear not. You might, you might, you might, you might, you might be looking at God's promise and, and, and you think that, no, this should not, these challenges should have, should have ceased in the midst of the challenge. I say to you, child of God, Lord, you not, fear not. Don't be afraid. He says, he says, he says, he says, he says, um, 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 in John 14, verse 1, he says, he says, he says, he says, let not your heart be troubled. Be troubled about that fear. Be Trouble about that, that, that the next bill. Be troubled about that seemingly health condition. Be troubled about whatever be the situation. Jesus says to you tonight, fear not. Do you know that he is aware of it? <laughs> you know, Jesus said, it is the will of the Father to give you. Now, I, I'm glad tonight that it is not my will. You see, sometimes I can be willing, but I'm not able but God, who knows the end from the beginning, knows all things and is able. And it's the God that is able that is saying to you tonight, fear not. After this meeting tonight, that thing that makes you, that, that's making you, that, 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 that seemingly is making you, you know, agitate, I'm saying to you, don't even consider it. It is a will. If if a babani, it is a will of God. And if God wills a thing, no man can unwill it. Do you know he has willed you to succeed? He has willed you for help. He has willed you. No, he has willed it. It's just a matter of time. John saw this in taught John 2. He says, I, 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 I pray above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. God has willed it. And I want that to settle in your heart. I don't care how it looks. You know, if they told the children of Israel that in one night, they will leave Egypt. They won't believe it. Because they have stayed there for how many years? 430 years. But God came one night. Someone say one night. Why not give God praise tonight? Give Him thanks. <laughs> it's His will. And it is the will of God. He will do it. And you know, one of the things that steal our joy is fear. And fear is not of God. Because perfect love casts out fear. And you see, in Second Timothy 1, Paul told Timothy, he says, Timothy, God has not given you the spirit of bondage. See, fear brings bondage. Fear brings torment. You know, the truth is that you will come out of this situation with testimony. But somehow in your heart, there's still this fear. Yes, because you are human. But learn to transcend the human nature and enter into the realm of the spirit. Fear not tonight. It will turn for your glory. Let me read for you tonight two scriptures as I make progress. I just want to say this to someone tonight. I don't know, but um, I, I, let's come to Isaiah 46, verse 10. 
maybe just verse 10, you know, of Isaiah 46. You've gone to bid for a contract. You've gone to apply for, for a loan. You've gone to seek for an assistance. You've gone to seek for help. You, 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 there's something you want to do. There's, there's something ahead of you to accomplish. There's a deadline for you. There's, there's something you are, you are expecting. There's, there, there, there's a deal you are expecting to come for you. God says to you tonight, fear not. Isaiah says, Isaiah 51 verse 7 says, For the Lord God, it will help me. Now put your hands, put your finger there in, 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 in Isaiah 46. We're going to read it. But turn with me quickly down, just in my heart. Turn to Isaiah tonight. Just flip further a little bit. Alright. Um, Isaiah 50 verse 11. He's talking to you tonight. He says, for the Lord. Now, someone will be say the Lord. You know, say the Lord. You see, the, the children of Israel did not know the Lord until the Lord came through for them in power and signs. But the highest sign that the Lord can show to you is not a sign of things. It's a sign of salvation. That same Lord that shed his blood in, in his incarnate son... That overcome the, the, the power of death that, that, that gave us the victory in Christ, that subjected every power of the enemy under the influence of, of, of his son is the Lord. And that same Lord that did that, that overcame the devil said to you tonight, child of God, for I, the Lord, will help you. Hallelujah. You will see the help of the Lord and it will come speedily. He said, For the Lord God will help me, therefore shall I not be confounded. Child of God, there is no confounding as regards you. You know, Yoruba, the confounding means Ojutiti. It means Ojutiomolong. Yeah. His angels are at work tonight. Because you can't be confounded, you know what you're going to do? Set your face like a what? That's all. <laughs> There's no shame. Isaiah 46 verse 10. Declaring the end. Do you know God knows your end? You see, in, 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 in Revelation 1 verse, verse, verse um, I think it was 18 there about, um, uh, it, it talks about Jesus being the Alpha and the Omega. Let me, let me get there. Yeah. He says, I am the, I am, I'm, but, Verse 17, actually, the other part says, it says, for fear not, for I am the first and the last. He is the first and the last. The devil is not the first and last. God is your first. God is your last. And it will cause you to laugh. Bible says in Psalm 2, it says, verse 4, say, for he that sits in heaven shall last. You see, God last, last. And when God loves, you love. So rest tonight. Said the Spirit of the Lord. Father, we thank you tonight. Lord, we come again. For you. Thank you, Father. Because you are our daddy. The whole family on earth and in heaven is named after you. We thank you for the privilege to be called your sons. Lord Jesus prayed that you don't take us out of the world, but you keep us in the world. Thank you because you are keeping us. And you are keeping us. You are protecting us in Christ. Father, we thank you. 
John says, what manner of love you have bestowed on us that we should be called. Lord, we identify with you in all things. We bless your name, Father God. We come for your word today with strength and vigor in the spirit. Beholding that we might change and be conformed fully to Christ. So that in all things, Christ may have the preeminence in us. And by us. Your word is blessed tonight. Cause your anointing to rest on me. The word. And my listeners. I yield my tongues to you Lord. I can't do anything except you do it. Because I have to speak tonight Lord. I subjugate myself. I subject myself under your total and absolute influence. That I may speak like an oracle. Thank you because this is the confidence I have in you. For when I ask anything according to your will, you hear. And I know, we know that if you hear, we also have a petition. We've asked of you. Thank you, precious Father, tonight. I will pray in the authority of the name you give us. The name of your precious Son, Jesus. We have the answers now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Someone say amen tonight. Hallelujah. You know, tonight I'm speaking like the oracle of God. For I am an oracle of God. Bringing to you the very word. Mm. The very word of God. Um, tonight, I'm going to start by us looking at, you know, we're going to continue from where we start. It's Bible study. Turn with me tonight in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. I feel like singing a song in Yoruba tonight. But let me constrain myself because the spirit of the prophet is always subject to the prophet. God is magnified in us today. He's magnified in that home. Ephesians chapter 5, we're going to read verses 1 and 2 as we take off from where we stopped. Remember, we stopped last, last, last um, study on Thursday. We we're discussing the things that, that God expects us to grow in. I've mentioned a few. We are meant to grow in, in knowledge. Hallelujah. And see, to grow in knowledge, you must, you must, okay. Let's start from Ephesians 5. Verse 1 and 2. He said, Be ye therefore followers of God as their children or their children. Now, every other translation, actually in the Greek, that word followers is the word imitators. So the word followers is actually the word imitators. So, we can read this way tonight. Be ye therefore imitators of God, their children. And walk as you imitate Christ, as also Christ walked in love. Hallelujah tonight. So, the, the, the essence of this word is that we are commanded to imitate God. And you see, to imitate means to follow after, to copy, and to simulate. You know, I love this. Somebody tonight said, I can copy God. I have the capacity by the Holy Spirit to copy God. Somebody say, I can imitate God. It is not difficult for me to imitate God's righteousness. I'm been, I've been empowered by the Spirit through my new birth to have the nature of God. So you see, when, when Peter said in 2 Peter 1 that I think 1.16, it says, it says, it says, be ye holy 
as I am holy. God is saying, simulate, imitate my holiness. Now it means you can. Now the word be is 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 a word in the in the in the imperative. It means something you can do. Amen. You can. We can now. In, not in our old nature, but in the new creation, we can. So Paul, by the Holy Spirit, is is commanding us to imitate, or rather, simulate, or or or, or rather, copy. I love that word. You know. Um. Let me give you this instance. How how can copy children copy things a lot. You know, Joshua Okeke speaks 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 American English. You think he goes to an American school, but but the issue is that he watched American cartoon. So he has he has listened to how the the cartoonist has wired the the cartoon image to speak. So he's he's copied it. The reason he's copied it because he watched it. Long enough. He has watched it sufficiently. You know, some months ago, thank you, Father God. Joshua Ojedoku came to our house for a week. And by the time he left, Sheifumi has started talking like him. You know, that one, you didn't hear that. I won't ask you. It's because they, 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 they live together for one week plus. So, they, you know, something, you know, the way he talked became fascinating to her. And they began to unconsciously talk like him. There's one tonight that I wanted to use. I will use it. If you do me and my wife, go down. I will use it. There's something she does that I'm almost doing it. So I said, see, I'm doing like you. Why? Because I'm seeing it. Hallelujah tonight. Now, for the believer, the more we see the word, the more we are able to copy the word. So God is saying we 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 should copy him. And if God says copy me, it means he has put in us the ability to copy him that we might we might represent him. Now sometimes people people take us for God's people, but they don't see God in us. Sometimes we profess godliness, but we deny the power. No, the reason we are denying the power is because we are not imitators, we are not copiers. We are not copying God, we are copying the world. God never says to us, copy the world. In fact, He says to us in Romans 12, from verse, from verse 1 to 3, He says, Never brethren, I beseech you by the message of the Lord to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable or perfect service unto me. Verse 2 says, Be not conformed to the world. God said to but be ye transformed. Formed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may be able to prove that which is perfect and, and, and good and acceptable will of God. Hallelujah tonight. So God commands us to copy, imitate Him by transforming and renewing our hearts. Hallelujah. And as we copy God, we copy God in our words. No wonder Paul told Timothy, 1 Timothy 4, verse 12, it says, Let no man despise than youth, but be thou an example. You see, you don't need anybody to monitor you. You don't need me to be around to be a Christian. Mm. No, 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 no. The more you imitate God, the more the glory of God comes on you. That's the growth trajectory that God wants you to take. I, 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 I remember telling you the story of my youth service days. I got to a village where nobody knew me. And for the first time, I had the liberty to do anything I want to do without anybody knowing. Because now I'm in a strange 
land. But because I had beheld the glory of God long enough through his word, it impacted my life so strongly that I wanted to copy and represent God where I was. It doesn't matter if there's no one there for me to be accountable to. But I knew in my heart that I have a God in heaven who sees through all ages, who knows my thought, who knows my heart, who knows my plan, who knows my purposes, and in fact, my days are before him. Be copiers of God. And that scripture, that knowledge of God, that's the reason when, when you hide God's word in your heart, it preserves you. Hallelujah tonight. May God raise remnants from us. May God raise imitators from us. May God raise people amongst us that will stand for him irrespective of what happens. Because after all is done, we will stand before him. So this knowledge made me to quickly go to a church. And I told them, please, I'm here, oh, I'm, I'm a child of God. I want to be accountable to you. Please watch me. Even though I, that's what I, I knew the word from them. But you see, at that point in time, it makes no, it makes no sense. The word I know makes no sense. The, 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 the thing that will keep me is the fellowship of the brethren. The accountability they have on me and I have with them. The, the, the strengthening, the encouragement we give. In fact, one of the old men still called me three weeks ago. Somebody I saw last 11 years ago. In a local church in the village. And in this church we sit on wood. We sit on the floor. We sit on blocks. In fact, in fact while I was there, that we built our first more church. In fact, I, I, I was a chief builder, carrying blocks on my head, carrying sand from morning till night, enjoying the fellowship with the people of God. So God says to you, sir, you, you have to imitate. And so, we, we imitate God in all things. And I want to bring down this tonight to the next point that I want that God will have us grow in. You see, we are in the family of God. You know, in every family we eat. You know, you know I'm I'm being careful this this we talk for me because she eats she eats okay. Well she eats a lot. Well, but she's having weight that she, that she checked. And, uh, you see, do you know that weight never drops on you? Nobody says, ah, I, I, I don't even know, I'm not adding weight. It's a lie. You know. <laughs> you know, people say, so, ah, I'm going to add weight. I'm going to add weight. It is when you start watching your weight and they say it is food that, that makes add weight, that's when you know that. Monje Fika. You know what they Fika? Either onje fika or onje vo. Either two. Be vo vo. No weight. No weight doesn't jump on you. It comes by what you eat. So also, the knowledge of God can never jump on you until you make effort to add to your knowledge. Am I talking tonight, George? Let me say it again. Knowledge of God cannot jump on you. Now, take for instance, today, now I have taken maybe like six, seven hours to study. And you think you know like me, forget it. And, and, and for you, you are only picking your Bible this evening because you have Bible study. It doesn't work that way. That's what Peter was saying in 2 1. He said, giving all diligence. 
You know, one of the things that will make me know that you're growing is your desire. Pastor, I saw this spiritual book. I, I want to buy it. Is it okay for me? Yeah. Because this, how many of you have ever walked to a Christian bookshop to buy a Christian literature? You see, the, the, the lack of desire to, to want to know more about spiritual things is the height of the work of the enemy in these end times. Giving all diligence add to your faith virtues. Now it's character. And to your virtue, you add word. Now, who does the addition? You are, you do. And the addition doesn't just come on you. Now, do you know when, when you watch people carrying weights? You know, there are different categories. There's 20 pages. When they all come and carry 20 pages each, they will add 5 pages more. 2 and half, 2 and half. They pack it. You know those things? Those, what do you see? They keep adding. They keep adding. Now, for those people to carry those weights, they are trained beyond that in their private times. You see, the reason many folks fail in life as believers is because they don't have commensurate spiritual strength. Ephesians 4, verse 14. That ye henceforth be no more weaklings, be no more children, be no more infants, being toast. For you not to be toast, you have to be weighty in knowledge. And the knowledge of God is in the scripture, it's in the Bible. You can never, I, I, I wish the word of God, but I will challenge you. There's no other way to, to gain the knowledge of God that you need to navigate through this life in victory and in faith without you paying maximum attention diligently to learn. So how do you learn? By giving all diligence to add. So it means you should be adding to your knowledge of the word of God by reading the word and buying Christian materials that can help you grow spiritually. Now, how to cut your hair anyway? I will not recommend you just buy any book without my version. But I will encourage you to buy it. Make sense. Let me say no, don't buy it. Let me see by this. Because today there are, there are many books that are more dangerous than, 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 than good today in the world. It is only the word of God that helps you filter the books. But your primary source is the Bible. But there are other Christian materials that we grew up with, that we, that we, that we strove to read, we, we learn so to back in mind. Today, you don't need to buy. There are many online that you can read. But like I said, there's a caveat. Be careful what you read. Pass it through me. Pastor, I think I read this book. I will, I will counsel you. Most likely, I will, I, will, I, will, I will skip through the book. And then I will let you know. I will remember that it, it will go better to you. But, but, we need to grow. In the knowledge of God. And how do we grow? There must be a conscious, deliberate, intentional, purposeful attempt to grow. The things I teach is a foundation. But the real growth comes when you go back to the world. How would we tonight to Ephesians chapter number uh, 1 and then I'm going to read 
one verse, then we'll turn with him to Acts of Apostles, chapter 17. I'm going to read one verse also there, just to portray this point of us paying attention to our study. Turn with me to the divisions. If I will stop here, I will stop here again tonight, but, but, but let's see if we can make progress. Then that will jump. Ephesians chapter 1. Let's read together verse, verse 17. Paul praying here, but giving us a spiritual revelation of what we ought to work in as believers. This is a prayer, but it's beyond prayer, actually. It's a revelation of what he has walked in, the knowledge of God that he, he has walked in over time by exercise. The, the, the overflow of the diligence he has, he has heard with God. Ephesians 1, 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God, hallelujah, the, the God, the Father, who is also your father? Amen. How do we know that Ephesians 3, 14 says so? And 15. Paul called God. He says, he says, a family on, on earth and in heaven is named after God. And you are part of the family of God we are on earth. Therefore, you are named after God. Hallelujah. So, this God is the custodian of all wisdom and all knowledge. And do you know he's willing to share them with you? How will he do it? By the Holy Ghost that dwells in you. So when you come to read the Bible, the Holy Ghost on the inside begins to help you understand and help you to develop interest in the Word. Listen, you can't develop interest in the Bible until you begin to read the Bible actively. You know, sometimes we don't see our life depending on the Word. And I see my life absolutely dependent on the word. And that's why I don't make excuses to not read God's word. I make every excuse to read God's word. For my life actually depends on it. The God and the Father. The Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and word and revelation in You need revelation of the knowledge of God. You need insight into the knowledge of God. And God's knowledge is encapsulated in the Bible. But the Holy Spirit will not be able to reveal them to you when you don't set them before your eyes. The son said, because I've set the Lord before me and, 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 and my right hand, I, he said, I have set the Lord first before me and it's at my Lord's right hand, I shall not be moved. Now, if the Lord is not set before you and it's not at your right hand, you will be moved. Things will move you. It is therefore no more the fault of God. God says, the way you know the move is by you setting him before you and he being on your right hand and that process will establish you. For they that trust in the Lord shall be like what? How do you trust in the Lord? You trust in the Lord by beholding and knowing what God has said about you. That's how you trust him. You can't trust someone you don't know. Hallelujah. God wants you to trust Him. But the only way to trust Him is by knowing Him. And the way to know Him is by the Word of God. So grow in knowledge. He said, they that trust in the Lord, or if you they that know the Lord shall be like what Mount Zion that cannot be moved. It can't be shifted. But abides. Hallelujah. God wants you to abide forever. Everything that comes your way, nothing can move you. If they come to hit you, it is those things that will fall for say. Bible says, for Christ and come a stone, that if he falls on anyone, it shall be known. If someone falls on him, it shall be broken. But he on whom this rod falls upon shall be grounded. 
let your life be such that when trouble falls on you, it's destroyed. You don't run from trouble. You don't look for it, though, but you don't run from it. Because it can identify. And so, you, 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 you must consciously want to find out and, and put God before you. He says, because He's before you. Because I've set the Lord before me. Because I've set the Lord God before me. And he's at the right hand, I shall not be moved. Now, now you know, I, I, I was saying something in Ephesians. So it says, in the knowledge of him, and I said to us, Peter to say, in 2 Peter 1, from verse 5 to verse 8, or, or, or thereabout. You know what it says there? In fact, maybe we'll read that tonight. Come with me to 2 Peter 1, and then I'll come back to Acts chapter 17. Um, growing in grace, it says, you, you need it. To be able to stand and walk through this life as a believer. 2 Peter chapter 1, turn with me that tonight if you can. And I know you can. We'll read from verse 1. I'm sorry, from verse 5. Hallelujah. Um, from verse 5, it says, And beside this, giving how many diligence? Giving all, so they all diligence. Now, God clarifies and uses the right adjective to describe what he's saying to you. Hallelujah. So tonight, I will give all diligence. It means, I will give all the attention. That means, I will separate the time. So, when the devil makes you not to read, or when, when events make, it takes away God from you, it is not the event, after the devil. You think you're just tired. You think you just done some mopping. You think you just done some laundry. Therefore, I'm tired. Let me rest. Before you go, it's night. No, it's not. It's, it's not, 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 not. You must be, you, you, you must be wiser than that. You must be, you must be aware of your, of your, of your circumstance, of your situation, of your environment. But be aware of the world you live in. There are realities in our world that we can only handle by the word of God. There are things that we face in life that only God's word can, can, can counsel us, can strengthen us, can give us hope. No human can give us hope except God's word. But it's the word of God that we have ingested. Giving all diligence, add for the add. Who knows the addition? I do. So I know that as a pastor, and I daily, now you know what I'm saying to you? I'm telling you that my progress in God is because I daily add. And so I'm encouraging you also to daily add. Add by what, what, what parameters? By the word of God. You must add it. To add to your knowledge, to your, to, to, uh, uh, to faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge. See that? To knowledge what? Temperance. To temperance what? Patience. To patience what? Godness. And Godness what? Godness. And Godness what? Love. See what it says verse 8. For if these things be in you, and what? That is knowledge should be in you and abound. So it's not just just mere knowledge, but abounding, it means sufficient. That abound means the knowledge is sufficient enough. It's not like you go to ATM or to the store. You want to buy something and it's four five and you have to buy it. You know, you're not abounding in the amount you need to buy it. Those you need it, but you don't have the capacity. There are times we come to face in life where we need a superior capacity for not having it. But by, by abounding in the world, that is by having sufficient, sufficient word. If this is being you and are sufficient, then make you that you shall neither be barren nor fruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus. So we are meant to grow. Now, what am I saying on this part for a while right now? Because all this 
attributes I'm sharing tonight, they're part of the of the futures we need in the growth stage of our Christian work. We grow in this grace. Let's turn to one more time to Acts 17. I'm going to read from verse 10. I'm talking God tonight that I can help by the, by the Holy Ghost and I can set something up in you. My, 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 my purpose is to set something up in you. Knowledge doesn't jump on you. It's acquired intentionally. And you need God's knowledge and Christ's knowledge to navigate. And this knowledge is set in the Word. You can't find it from any other source apart from the Bible. That's why your Bible is to be your number one Christian companion. You know, I will have less time to counsel when my people are people of the world. I will have less trouble to fix when my people are people of the world. Because when you have the word, you understand when, when God gives the word through pastor. And just, you just obey. You see, in, in speaking of obedience, it has so much trouble. There are times you read the Bible, you will know that God is speaking to me from this verse. And then you make amends. Acts 17 from verse 10. And the brethren immediately, read me tonight, sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. You know, I said tonight, Paul always goes to the Jews. But most times the Jews always reject. And then we go and come to the Gentiles. And verse 12. Therefore many of them believed also of honorable women which were Greeks and of men not a few. Praise God. Verse 13. Verse. Okay, sorry. Verse, I, I read verse 10. Verse 11. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica. Why were they more noble? Why were they more successful? Why were they more smart? We need their smarter. They are, they are, praise God. You see, God's knowledge makes you smart, makes you noble, makes you sought after. God's word, God's word makes you important. Sets you above the ordinary man on the earth. Uh, why were they noble? I'm going to show you tonight. Why were noble? Why did God say these ones were more noble? They were more atmosphere. They were more. They were more. They were more studious. They did something. So, if you are going to be noble before God, there's something you must do. What did they do? The Bible says, they received the word with all readiness. So, it is not only when the word comes to you on Sundays or days like this that you receive it. How many times have you, have you, have you listened again to the word? And, and, and do a further study. It is a further study you do that, that makes the world to abound. Let me say it again. The abounding word does not come when the word is first heard. What makes the word of God abound in you that you truly need is the second time, the third time, the fourth time you behold the word. And God wants you to abound. As a husband, you have to abound. As a wife, as a youth having God, you must abound. You have no choice.
Do you know why God wants to abound? Because in abounding, His glory is revealed. In Psalm 109, verse, 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 verse 900, you know what it says? It says, For I know more than the ancients. Wow. Because I meditate on their precepts day and night. I understand more than my tutors and teachers. Because your words are always before me. I know you can be smarter than you are. By the word of God. How will he do it? I don't know. But I have experienced it in my life several times. God what makes you more mature than you are. It, 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 it sets you on a high pedestal. God's knowledge will confound the wisdom of the wise. In fact, the foolishness of God, the Bible says what, is wiser than the wisdom of the prudent of men. So what makes the Berean believers better than the ones in the labor? Verse 11 says it. First, they receive the ones that receive the word. You see, you have been receiving the word. Yes, I know that. But there's something else you are failing to do. You have been receiving the word, receiving the word, receiving the word. But there's something you are failing to do. And God is calling your attention to it tonight. You know that the James, the Lord God, said in, in James chapter 1, verse 22 to 25, he says, Be not hearers of the word only, but doers. Of the word. Hallelujah. There is power in doing the word. But you see, to do the word, you must go beyond hearing once. This is once that the Lord called me, twice I have heard. Be not hearers of the word only, but doers of the word. Do you know why men are weak? Men are not doers. Doers are strong. Doers are fellowshipers. Doers are strong in the spirit. Doers have their swords sharpened. They can stand any time in the spirit and defend their territory and defend their places. Because the, the, the sword of the spirit action that we have as believers the word is the word of God. And we are fighting battles daily without the sword. Because the sword we use to fight is just God's word. That's why when you find one praise of God, you are amazed what 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 word is in them. Your prayer must be filled with God's word. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you shall ask. It doesn't matter how long the prayer is. If the prayer is bereft of God's word, it's wasted. It can't be heard. Be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Well, I don't want anyone in church to deceive himself. And I want to help you not to live like that. For if any man hear the word and do it not, it's like a man beholding himself in a glass, and, and straight away he goeth forth and forgetteth what man of man is. But he whosoever looketh into the perfect love, liberty, one look at. That is, he must look, he must behold it. Someone is first one. And continues. Now, see what continues? So the reason you are not maturing because you are hearing but you are not continuing what you heard. 
you must take a step further. Like the Bilian prisoners. You must take a step forward so that you can become like God. You can, you can, you can, that nature of God can grow in you. That stamina you require, that, 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 that spiritual muscle and strength can come on you to face all things that come your way. But whosoever looketh into the perfect love liberty, he be not a forgetful hearer. Do you know that? Whatever you study more and more remains in your mind. It's a principle. Whatever you look at, sits. You can only recall what you have rehearsed and practiced. You can't recall what you just seen and what can't look because it hasn't. It, 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 but by the nature of human mind, it has to abide. And to abide, it requires a continuous beholding. That's the reason you can't, you can't toy with putting God's word before you. It says, because I serve the Lord before my eyes, and at my right hand I shall not be moved. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ears to my saying. Let my words not depart from the eyes, because from the eyes it enters your heart, and what enters your heart it becomes life to you. So when you are speaking life, then begin to engage your ear and your eye in God's word, growing grace, growing the word, growing knowledge. But whoso looketh. Into the perfect law of liberty. You know, in our days, we have, we have, we have cramped men's word more than God's word. We have cramped men's rhyme more than God's word. We are following more of psychologists more than we are following God. We are following set men more than we are following God. No. God didn't say follow men. He said follow imitating. In fact, when Paul said in first Corinthians 11, 1, he said, be ye followers of me just as I am following Christ. So to follow a man, you must make sure the man is following God. How do you know that? You already know that when you know the word of God. Because you can see the semblance of God following and you can judge if the man is following God. Giving all. You see, it's a matter of life for us with the word. Because the word of God actually is our soul. Then you can't be a believer and not have soul. Then when you have nothing, then you are exposed. And that's why there's so much. When you have God's word, there are things that will come on you that will make men go mental. But see, you say, no, my mind will be sound. My mind will be right. I will leave this thing. If God will not do it, then let me leave it. For I know my God. He's faithful, he's stable. He has promised me this word. And I've set my faith at the flame. And I know, as put in this matter, I will not be put to shame. And that's the rest of the matter. I've lived by God's word. Philippians 4 verse 6. That I will be answered to how things for nothing. Because if I get answers, my beauty will just go high for nothing. Acts 17, 11. See what it says. I close tonight. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word, one, with all readiness of mind. That means the way to receive the word is what with all. So the first stage of growing in knowledge is preparing to receive the word how with all readiness. How do you do that? By getting your Bible, by getting your notes, by getting a journal, a pen, and get ready. So every time the service or the Bible study always come ready. That's the first step. And search the scriptures how daily. You see, it's not thankful to our church that we meet every other day. Some goes of places they meet just once in a week, Sundays. 
But you see, it's beyond the scratch it daily. Now, do you know that these folks were were not people that were idle? No, 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 no. They were not honest. See, verse, verse 12. Many of them believe also of what honorable women which were Greeks of men, not not few. Now, they were people were, that were actually in, they were, they were industrious. But they found, they, they sought out time daily to search scriptures. In the face Paul was preaching myself. And because they searched it, he saved them. So now I, 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 I will stop here for our time. I want to encourage you that your spiritual sword, your spiritual armor, is not in prayer matters. It's not in prayer warrior. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a prayer, a, a prayer meeting or, or, or a prophet. You know, sometimes you find these guys online everywhere. Join me in prayer. Praying what? The prayer they are praying has no bearing with God's word. It has no bearing with God's revelation for you right now in Christ Jesus. It's fear leading. It's weakness leading. It's 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 it's, it's wrong doctrine leading. Your 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 standard armor in the spirit is the word of God. Ephesians six verse one. Put on the whole armor of God and take the sword of the spirit. Never forget that you are a spirit being, you have a soul, you live in a body. And your essence and reality in the world today stands and operates on the spirit realm. And for you to function maximally on earth, you must be strong in the spirit and be able to wield your sword in the spirit. And to do that, you must grow in the knowledge of the word of God. Because I've said a lot before me, and these are my right hand. I shall not be moved. But I will thank you tonight. I've spoken your word. Cause the seed of this word, Lord, spoken to grow and germinate and let it bear fruit in the heart of my hearers, in the ears of my listeners. The desire for the word, the understanding and the responsibility we have for growth as regards knowledge, the diligence we require, the sacrifice we, we require, the commitment we have to make, the time we have to create wisdom to navigate through all, that we might grow up into you, whole, full, and mature. That your light will shine. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. I believe tonight you're preparing for service tomorrow. Don't come late. Come on time. And let's together put our faith in God. As we play our part in this end time, the Lord will cause His will to come to pass as we yield our wills to Him. Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening tonight. Um, this is church at, at Auburn, Lagos, Nigeria. We meet tomorrow for service at our usual venue, the church venue, the Excellence Hotel and Conference Center, Auburn, Lagos, Nigeria, Conference Room 3. We meet at Conference Room 3, uh, the Excellence Hotel and, um, and Conference Center, Auburn, Lagos, Nigeria. 9 a.m. tomorrow. Feel free to join us if you are not far from, from that environment. 
I know the Lord will bless you and you will grow in the grace and fulfill the destiny of God in your life. Good night tonight and have a pleasant night rest. See you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bye for now.